This is Kenya, and welcome to my Magical Cottage Core Life. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about something that is kind of the base of a good wardrobe costume for a cottage core theme or just a foundation garment for walking around the house uh, in your dress or in your skirt or in your blouse or whatever you want to do. Yes, I said blouse, not blouse. I said blouse because I thought it was cute. Um, but yeah, you want to know what this basic item is. And everyone from people who are pioneer women to those people who want to dress as giant mushrooms, they really should know about this garment. It's pretty old. It is descended from the chemise, and modern times has found us not being able to find it as easily as we used to. So take out your big book of stuff and turn to the well-dressed femme section, and we're going to look under underwear. You know, right up there, under there. Under there. I just made you say underwear. Haha. <laughs> okay. All right. I know. I know. It's an old joke. I know, but it was fun. Anyway, what we're going to talk about today is slips. You heard me, slips. So let's get started. So the first thing you might be asking yourself is, why do you care about slips? Some of you may be saying, what is a slip? I'm not kidding. Uh, for those of us who are Gen X, we know what a slip is, but you'd be surprised that there are a lot of people who really don't know. And not only are they now possibly being exposed to this kind of discussion for the first time, they more than likely also don't know there's different kinds. So today we're going to go over the different kinds of slips and hopefully that'll get them and you exploring in your closets to see what would suit you, what the best one is for you. Uh, maybe you wear slips, maybe you don't. Maybe you'd like to try it, maybe it's not your thing. But hey, let's give it a shot and see where it takes us from here, you know? And we'll be careful in our our episode today because I wouldn't want to slip up and get you bored. You, you, you laughed at that one? I saw it. I saw a smile. I know I did. All right. So the most common slip you may find, if you can find one, is the full slip. The full slip is basically a long garment. It's a piece of material, like a little dress. Um, it looks like a camisole, but it's all the way down, and it hangs by two spaghetti straps. That is a slip. It's just a long dress, almost like a tube, with little spaghetti straps, or sometimes a little bit thicker than spaghetti straps, and it's designed to go under your garment. It could be under a dress, under a skirt set, it could even be under a cloak, depending on how far back you're going. Uh, you could wear it under stays. It really depends on how it's cut. So that's the first one, and they come in various colors. Uh, another thing you want to know is, 
all slips are not the same and what we're talking about today right now is the full slip that's the one that looks like a dress okay and the full slip usually comes down to about mid thigh to knee but they're different lengths you could have one down to your knee you could have one just below your thigh your mid thigh if you're wearing a mini dress you could even have some that come almost down to your ankles and those are really good for people who are in long gowns oftentimes if they're that long they'll have a slit because many times evening gowns are made to where they have a slit but not necessarily and for the material usually it's a general nylon uh, and you're an everyday slip but if you get a little fancier it'll turn into satin some people have silk I don't recommend uh, you would maybe be careful with the colors you get nude is usually safe but hey who's nude what color nude is nude for everyone right they don't have a lot of darker shades of tan uh, for people like me because I am a darker shade of tan so I would definitely need uh, that particular color if I were going to say it was nude but it is what it is right I'm still waiting for them to come out with an ebony slip I have faith that that will happen that we'll get that sweet sable slip coming out one day that beautiful brown um, hopefully in my daughter's lifetime we'll get a chocolate slip but I digress So, again, you have these different lengths and all these different materials and colors you could possibly get in a slip. But in general, they're black and white. Some nude, but it's very rare to find them. Usually, you're going to find a black one or a white one, if you're fortunate. Now, let's say you want to wear something different and you don't want a full slip. Well, you've got some choices, and this is where it gets kind of funny because we set a slip as a dress, but... You can also have a camisole, and a camisole is just the top half of the slip. You see it worn under uh, low-cut blouses. You may see them worn under sheer uh, tops. A camisole is a half a slip from the top to the mid-body, and that's what it is, and that's all it is. And sometimes they're sheer. Sometimes they have a little bit of lace. Sometimes they're exceedingly plain. Sometimes they have a straight-across cut, like a boat neck, and other times they may have a sweetheart or a v-neck it really depends on what you're looking for as far as what you decide to purchase and wear and all of these different cuts are in general good for most uh, tops blazers uh, and dresses that you may wear and that's what a cami is but there's more because if you've got the top what about the bottom so when we get to the bottom it gets kind of interesting because there's a lot of territory to cover no I'm not saying that you have a big butt I'm saying that <laughs> there's a lot of territory to cover as far as styles to cover the bottom part portion of those slips that are only there from the waist down uh, the first one would be the high-waisted slip that is a half slip it comes up to the waist, sometimes a little bit higher depending on how you wear it, and it comes down generally to your just above your knee or mid-thigh. There's different lengths, of course. And you wear that uh, generally under skirts, 
especially if you don't want a camisole on top or you don't have a situation where a full slip will be appropriate. It's also a lot easier to, to deal with a half slip, you know, as far as getting dressed. This is a very comforting, comforting thing. And one more thing about the half slip. Just like the full slip, they can be decorated because sometimes they're plain, but a lot of times with a half slip, you'll get just that little hint of lace. You can also get a half slip that has a slit in it, and they, again, come in all the different kinds of materials. So you, that little swoosh, swoosh sound you hear sometimes, yeah, that person may be wearing a half slip. But let's go to the next thing. Okay, so what if you don't want to wear a skirt or something that's skirted? Maybe you are wearing a skirt, but you don't like the feeling of another skirt under there. You want something more substantial. Maybe you're in costume or maybe you have to work in a uniform and you really like the feeling of pants. We've got you covered because there is another item. You can wear culottes. That's right. They're kind of almost like gauchos. I'm, I'm probably talking a foreign language to many people, but culottes are loose-legged, basically slip pants, and they go under your skirt. They're wide-legged, they're very comfortable, and they give you that support that you get from pants, but still being wide enough to give you the coverage and that neat line that you would want for the, the skirt on top of it. Uh, the difference being they don't generally come slitted. I have not seen that, nor have I seen them be super short, because there is an option for super short, but these aren't it. So let's talk about it. So we said we would talk about it, so let's talk about it. Now, this is where, again, it gets kind of weird because maybe you don't want wide legs. Maybe you have you're actually wearing pants, but you want the security and the good line look of having your pant your legs covered in that material because again it does give you a nice neater line and it gives you a little bit more of a sense of security um, when you have that situation you have some options and the first option is pantaloons also known as petty pants uh, you heard me pantaloons you know like little miss muffet yes those but they don't look like they used to look in the old days don't don't worry about it unless you get them specially made which you can for period costuming but again uh, pantaloons or petty pants are basically a pair of pants made out of skirt uh, slip material now some of them are very ornate uh, many of them are not so you will find them believe it or not in a lot of farmers catalogs or farmers wives uh, magazines you'll find them in the plainest version and you can also find them in boutiques and basically they're little short uh, pants they're generally below the knee they can be slightly above the knee and sometimes they have lace it really depends on what you're looking for but it, again it's a good clean line under your pants and it also keeps perspiration uh, under control especially that weird situation where you sit in a chair and you've been sweating and you get up and you know what I'm talking about if you've ever been hot and sat in the chair and didn't have a slip on okay and gotten up and left uh, a sweat reminder uh, this can help stop that okay so let's go to the next thing mm -hmm. 
So let's say you're out and about and you want that feeling uh, of coverage that you would get from the pantaloons, but again, you really don't want to have these long, long uh, legs on your garment. Maybe you have on a mini skirt, maybe you have on shorts, maybe you have on cargo pants, who knows? But you really just don't want that long length. Well, there is another slip style for you, and those are actually really cute. They're called tap pants. And just like you thought, if you've ever seen a chorus line or some of the old, uh, is it is it Marlena Dietrich that used to dance or was it, uh, was it her? I think it was. I, I have to think. Um, but yeah, these tap pants are really short. They're generally uh, mid-thigh or a little bit higher. They're not hot pants. They're a little bit longer. And again, they're made of the slip material. They usually, now this particular thing is a little different. It usually does have a lot of lace uh, accenting. And you can see just a little bit of slip if that skirt rises up. But they are very comfortable. And they give you just enough coverage to have a little bit more security but not be a panty. They still go over the panty or, or you know, it's up to you, whatever you want to do. I'm not the boss of you, um, but they are actually quite nice and they give you the option of being able to be worn with jeans without being overly tightening because sometimes when you wear long pantaloons under jeans, it's not a good look and it's not a good feel. Tap pants can be a little awkward, but they're a lot better than pantaloons, especially if you think you're going to be changing outfits for the day. So that's something to consider. You thought we were done, didn't you? But we're not. No, I told you there's a lot of material to cover. So. Now that we've done the tops and we've done the bottoms and we've done the full slips, there's still something else to talk about for slips. And that is the lovely, um, legendary outfit that uh, certain music videos used to have back in the 80s. And that is the teddy. That's right, the teddy. It is a, a like a romper for all intents and purposes, but not. It's a satin or a slip material, which could be nylon or satin. And it has the combination of the camisole top with lace with the shorts on the bottom. So it is very much a jumpsuit. Uh, they're generally, I have not seen them have a snap in the bottom. So that once you're in that thing, you're in that thing. So you want to make sure that you're comfortable. Uh, sometimes they have other accommodations uh, in the gusset. But in general, it's a one-piece uh, deal here. But, and it's really kind of convenient if you're wearing a short set and a top. Uh, it can also be convenient if you're out wearing linen and you get wet and you need to dry your clothes quickly. It's something you can also jump into the river with and swim and come back out. But uh, a fair warning, it's a little bit worse than skinny dipping because it very much accentuates thing and things and you might wind up winning a prize at a wet t-shirt contest if you wear that. Uh, in your skinning dipping and then go into public so just the thought but who cares you know we are who we are and we let it all hang out or we put a slip on it uh, if you like it then you better put a slip on it yes you're groaning please don't groan oh come on that was good you know it was good very well we'll move on Now here's where we get weird. 
okay so we've talked all this time about how this is a foundation garment and it goes under clothing and how well it is and how fun it is and how comforting it is and how you might want to get a hint of lace there's another slip in this category um, but it doesn't fall under those restrictions and it's called the slip dress and again it's made like a slip it goes all the way down but it's not meant to go under anything it's literally meant to be seen as a dress you wear it out like a dress and it's very thick usually compared to other slips but it is very much called a slip dress because that's what it is it's a dress for outside you often see it with a full-length um, old-school dressing gown with the lovely ostrich plume feathers all over the sleeves people used to call those uh, 1940s uh, Mary, not Mary Widows, a Mary Widow is a completely different garment. Um, they used to call them Widowmaker garments because they would always be the murder mystery uh, woman who did it, who did her husband in or her lover in, and she'd dress up in this gown. But yes, those are, those are the slip dresses, and you can see people going out in public in those, and they are meant to be seen. And oftentimes they are in more fun colors, but 99% of the time they're in black. So that's something you want to look out for. Do not be fooled though, because you could wear that slip dress under another long dress. And just because I'm that person and I'm a fun person and I used to work at a costume shop, and I was raised around different kind of people because I was raised by older people. My daughter, and this is one of those weird things, uh, my daughter was born in 2003. I used to boil starch and put her dresses in it and press them. I used to boil her, her slips. Yes, I'm that person. But my daughter used to wear crinolines. If you've ever seen those puffed out uh, 1950s underslips, those are crinolines. They have layers of material. And there's different kinds. Uh, they're layered like a rose of either um, taffeta or nylon net or trico. And then sometimes they have a, a little bit of soft ribbing or boning. And um, that is something that's nice. I, I wouldn't even go so far as boning more so than uh, there, there's ribbing in there. There's like the um, the insert of the wire, depending on how how much the costume needs. But in general, the average person is just going to have an all cloth and net uh, crinoline. They're not going to need something grandiose for a costume. And she just looks so cute in that. It just really makes little girls' dresses like puff out. Before I go, I do definitely have to talk about the lovely, lovely uh, hoop skirt and the bustle. And I'm only including those for the people who actually are using period costumes in their cottage score uh, cosplay, in their steampunk, in their diesel punk, in their rococo, whatever they're doing. If this is something you're using, then, well, wait, would that be correct? Yes, that would. Okay. If this is something you're using, then you should know that that is actually, you know, those foundation garments are something to consider uh, investing in because they are part of the costume. 
I know that they can be expensive, and I know just putting a pillow on your bottom with a belt seems good, but maybe not. Maybe look into uh, having something a little bit more ornate. And then, of course, uh, we can do a whole other episode just on corsetry, and and we're not going to do that today. But understand, corsetry is not just for women, so I just want to put that out there, okay? All right, and neither are slips. Who am I to judge? So, now I don't want you to think that I've forgotten everyone that I can think of because I can't cover everyone. But what I can do is include another style of slip into this episode, and this is for our sisters who wear a baya. If you wear an abaya, then definitely, and that's my cat in the background, definitely you also have an inner slip dress, and that is what is worn. So this dress can be long-sleeved or sleeveless, and it can be super long or just below the knee. It really depends on what you're wearing, and when I say below the knee, that's when it's not going to be exposed, and it's usually made of a light and airy material, as well as the fact that it comes in a marvelous array of colors. So again, that's another style of slip that you could wear with Muslim wear. And again, if you wear an abaya, I didn't forget you. I know you're there. We're cool. We're good Judy girlfriends, right? So there you go. We're still rocking. Doing the cottage core. Doing the cottage core with multinational and multi-faith ramifications. Don't look at me like that. I'm from the 80s. What do you want from me? And so we've come to the end of our episode today. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you got a kick out of it. Uh, This was a double feature tonight because I did another episode this evening. And I just really, just I had a thing. I just wanted to do an episode on slips. I saw my daughter, and I thought to myself, because um, she's about to do an audition, I said, you know what? I had to go through a lot to find slips. So maybe I should talk about slips, because they don't seem to be as common. Uh, it looks like people are using them, uh, as far as for commercial wear, they're stitching in these liners, and people think they're slips, and they're really not slips. A liner in a skirt is not a slip. A liner in a dress is not a slip. It really isn't. And there's a difference. And it's one of those little things that people, you know, it's not a great big deal. It's not a large affair. It's not socially impactful to the point of, you know, being sent off to Coventry. But it is something to think about that maybe you would like to make it part of your personal style. And one more perk about wearing a slip. When you wear perfume, if you over-perfume yourself, one good thing about that is is the slip can serve as a barrier between your skin and your clothing and, and kind of like mute that down a little bit. Or it can go the other way and you can add a dab of perfume to your slip and then wear your clothing on top of it without it having to permeate your skin as badly uh, just in case you don't want it to be overly activated. We'll talk about how to use pulse points for perfume another day. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I love sharing uh, unusual things and traditional things with my friends and we're friends, right? And I also want to make sure that my friends who may not be uh, traditionally 
people who wear slips know that I include them in this episode as well. I don't care uh, who says anyone can't wear what they want to wear. You can wear whatever you want, whoever you are. And if they've got a problem with it, send them to me. All right. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And I can't wait to see you again here on my magical Cottagecore Life.